As a manager, how do you develop your processes? Well, you're going to learn the method from Mr. Gary Ellix on today's show. Now, today we have some special content from our new sales management section of the Best Practices Library. Welcome back to the program. In this particular video, we're going to continue our discussion, of course, about the sales management role in your company, but we're going to narrow it down to a few specific topics, right? Leadership, skills, and team building, and the responsibility that the sales manager is going to have with respect to those issues. So, G-Man, let's kick it off with a discussion about leadership, and you had an interesting point about the difference between leadership and management. There's a difference, and it's important you understand those differences and what leadership really means in terms of your sales team. Yeah, the old cliche is leadership is, you know, doing the right things yep. and management is doing things right yep. and uh, so that's the simplest way to distill it down but you know from the standpoint of this sales manager the role and the expectations leadership is about culture you know we want to build a great culture we want to build a sales organization you're one of the finest sales trainers on the planet uh, obviously Drew Cameron fits into that same category what we want to do is we want to take the sales process all the techniques and stuff we're going to talk about later and we want to create a culture and an environment of prosperity and success that's a winning attitude, but it's a, also the idea that, hey, we're probably going to lose some sales, you know, but we want to learn. We want a culture of development. And so that gets us into the skills conversation. Yeah. I, I just think, you know, that leadership part is so important when you talk about the culture, mm -hmm. right? A winning culture, uh, a culture of support, a culture of, you know, people getting along, high expectations, optimism. Mm -hmm. And uh, that is a very, very subtle process, but super, super important, right? Uh, I, I've seen situations with some companies to where the feeling is like just thing. I was just talking to a, a client, a former client, a couple of days ago, and he recently opened a new company, and he said the whole culture there, uh, he was remote as the owner and hired some people to, to run it, and the whole culture was like we're falling off a cliff. Right? It was a very pessimistic, very negative culture. And as the sales manager, a sales manager rather, your job is to make sure and build that culture of empowerment and uh, of optimism and of high expectations. Now, Gary, you also talked about leading into the skills development part of this, right? Mm -hmm. And the responsibility that the manager has to help his team develop those skills. Talk to us about what that really means. Yeah, so it depends on how deep of a dive the individuals inside of the sales management role want to go. Um, I would suggest on the site, uh, there is a uh, what we call a skills map. Basically, we're taking your sales process and we're breaking down all the skills necessary to be successful. So, uh, you know, uh, you're not going to make me taller, but you can definitely teach me how to communicate better. So what we want to do is we want to map all the skills necessary to be successful in the home. All of it. So, I mean, body language, communication skills, you know, presentation skills, uh, questioning skills, listening skills, you know, listen with intent. Uh, all of those kinds of skills are broken down. So there's actually a template there that we've spent some time on for our own sales management problems and basically said this is a hiring process, but it's also the skill development process. So the template helps. The second thing I would look at is uh, how do I determine like what skills you do have? Like you're a world-class communicator. You're, you're the best of the best. So I don't really need to work on how to develop your communication skills. You could probably teach me that. But as an organization, how do I use you in the rest of the sales team to demonstrate this is how Wally does it. This is why he's successful. This is one of the things you can do. So the team building aspect is, you know, we like to rotate responsibilities. Like today I have a financial training workshop, and so some people will have to do some work. They're not financial gurus. We call it financial management for the financial non-financial manager. Uh, but they're, we're put them in a position where then they're going to have to exercise the skill. When they exercise the skill, 
we're all going to jump in and debrief. We're going to have some fun with that, though. That's the culture element. Right. So you know, you can tear somebody apart and say, well, that was terrible, or you can say, well, what did you think you did well, and you know, how would you do it differently? One aspect of the skill development I would point out in terms of training is we do a lot of video. So we tape everything and we play it back and we have that constructive conversation about how well or poorly somebody did. That's a very good learning uh, process. So uh, back to what we talked about in video two, technique. One of the management techniques, the process, is videotape and then replay coaching and those types of things. So um, team building, culture, uh, skill development all, all reside on the site. You just have to get in there, and I think what you want to do is customize that. And the most important thing is is you keep the culture you know, to the point of prosperity, winning, uh, positivity, uh, mindset, and just keep people motivated. You know, yeah. Keep them in a position to be motivated. You can't, you can't motivate me, but you can demotivate me with environment. So right. we want a great environment. That's what we're looking for. Right. You know, maybe, G-Man, you couldn't be taller, but you certainly are a baller. And I'm sure if you had a girl, you would call her, <laughs> which you do, of course. Um, uh, I think what an important point that you made there uh, is that the resources are all there. This is a sales management course. All the skill building tools, in other words, how you're going to teach the skills to your team are available in other courses on the site. This is a guide for you about what you need to be doing in a day-in, day-out basis, right? Or from the leadership perspective, with the culture building or the management perspective, the day-in, day-out stuff. Uh, the third thing on that list, Gary, you talked about was team building, mm -hmm. right? So talk to us about the responsibilities of the sales manager from a team building perspective. You've discussed the leadership, you've discussed the skills training. Talk to us about that team building process. Yeah, so teamwork to me is where we're getting the team together and we're sharing successes, um, we're, our, our winning stories, we're learning from each other, but we're also building a, a level of trust in one another. So one of the great things about teams, is, especially if you look at great teams like the Patriots that you know won all the Super Bowls, and I mean, even just looking at some of the great teams on all different, you know, hockey, baseball, whatever, uh, you can see there's chemistry there. And chemistry is something that you need to develop. It's, it's not something that you go, okay, well, great, I'm going to hire you, you're going to hire me. Uh, and we come in, we're bringing our own belief systems, our own personal biases, our own experiences. And that's a tremendous asset. But what the leader of the organization has to do, in this case, the sales manager as a leadership function, is to define, hey, how, what, how's that team function? How do we treat each other? What are our core values? How, how are the behaviors? So we spend an awful lot of time in our companies spending uh, talking about the core values and how we're going to work together as a unit. And the unit trusts that. So I will say this, as a leader and a manager, you're going to be challenged at some point with making a decision that you know, somebody crosses a boundary line and that core value or that uh, issue of trust is you know, somebody, somebody did something. And everybody is going to be watching what you do and how you handle that behavior pattern. Uh, not the words that you speak, but you know the actual behavior. So I think it's really important for teamwork that people develop a level of trust, not only in you, the sales manager, but also the way you're going to lead and what those core values are. That's a difficult thing to do. It's a lot of work to think about it, but once you do it, it's easy because it's a third-party standard. I can walk you over to the board and talk to you on the core values and say, hey, Wally, you know, you know, yeah, you had a little situation with you know somebody over here, and you you might have raised your voice or you might have been out of line. How does that fit with the core values up here? And then you basically deconstruct that on your own. So you're self-correcting. That kind of a discussion in terms of leadership and teamwork building is very uh, motivational to the individual because basically you're going to acknowledge that. If we if we publicly praise and privately uh, constructively criticize, I think you're going to find that your team ends up responding to that. You know, and, and I think the point here is that being the sales manager is more than having sales manager printed 
on your business card, right? There's a lot to it. And when you think about an organization, you have financial resources, you have uh, other types of business resources, but the most important resource we have, of course, is the human resource. And it's your job as the sales manager to, to effectively manage those resources and help you know, build that leadership culture, right? That culture of support and optimism, build those skills, build that team. There's a lot that goes into it and all of those things fall under you know, the realm of your responsibility. So great stuff as always, G-Man, appreciate it. That leadership, skill building, right? Building skills and teamwork, critical responsibilities for the sales manager. everybody. In this particular video, G-Man is going to talk to us about why it's important to have a sales process. Uh, we mentioned earlier about these methods and developing the sales process as part of the, the stuff that you've got to do. In later videos, we'll talk about specifically how to do it, what to do. But why is it important, G-Man? Why is it important that the sales manager have a sales process for his team? What's the need for it? You wrote a book, something about consistency, I'm pretty sure, sure. New York Times bestselling. So <laughs> the consistency aspect is what we're after. So I want to have a process that we can repeat in the home. Uh, what that process looks like, you're going to talk about you know, in the next group of videos. Mm -hmm. But the consistency of what we do and how we do it is something that we need to define. Why that's important to us is that, that for recruiting purposes, uh, skill development, training, uh, repetitive work that we would do as team building exercises, just understanding how we want to present our client experience and our message in the home, you have to have a process or it's going to be random. And that doesn't mean random is bad because you can have a random person selling six, eight million dollars. We've seen it in the marketplace, just skills, talent, Michael Jordan style stuff. Uh, but that's hard to duplicate. Right. So what we need is we need a group of people that can produce great results you know, to a, to a standard of excellence based on the expectations. So the sales process helps us with that. And I think the second reason we really want that is it gives us an opportunity to debrief about what we need to change. Like if the sales process we implement and I implement yours and I'm doing a good job with it, I might be able to modify that over time. And so the, the idea that we have a technique and we have a standard that exists allows us to benchmark and get better. So when I go to your class and you say, hey, Gary, you want to think about you know, these questions or phrase that question this way, um, then I can, I can look at that and say, okay, I think we can improve that. So it gives us a place to go back to. It's a starting point. You know, if you build a business that you want to scale and you build that business around personalities, you are very limited, you know, based on the number of those personalities you can find. Gary just mentioned you might find someone who can do three, four, five, six million dollars, right? But you can't find a ton of those people. The key is to have a process, a system that you can bring in the average producer and get them producing a couple of million dollars a year. Because that person that can do five or six million, they are few and far between. They are just natural phenomenons, right? They probably aren't going to pay much attention to what your system or process is. And they're not broke, so don't fix them. Let them go do their thing. But if you want to scale and you got to build a team, you got to have a process that they can follow. It's really important because you're just not going to find superstars on every corner. you got to have a process, a system that you can put an average person in. you got to build your company around the systems, not the personalities. Something else I think is really important, Gene, and I'd like to get your two cents on this. One of the things that you have done very successfully over your 40 years in this industry, in addition to consulting and speaking and building, you know, is turned around and built a lot of successful companies. And when you're doing that, you got to recruit people. How important to a new hire coming in, maybe they're coming from the car business, the mortgage business, and you're hiring them in your contracting company, 
Like, what is their perspective on training? How important is it to the person who's evaluating your company in terms of whether or not they want to come to work for you? How important is having training in a process to that new hire? How important are they going to see that? It's a great question, Wally. And uh, it's, uh, if you look at the human resources rating systems that uh, professional companies do, um, there's plenty of people out there. That's all they do is survey employees. Hey, what do you like? What don't you like? Why'd you leave? That kind of stuff. Um, training and development is actually the number one issue. Um, having a career path is uh, tied to that. Uh, we always say it's money, and people are, that's the easy reason for me to tell you I, I'm leaving is because I'm getting a better job over here because the pay is better. Uh, but in reality, uh, most people, when they actually are honest about it, and it's not somebody that is going to manage them, uh, what they say is uh, career development, training, and just a, in a, an interest in you as an individual about how Wally is going to perform and do in, in terms of the work. Um, so sales process to me, like this is just one of those training and development items. So again, if you go to the site, um, there's a 60 page manual on process. Uh, you've got your uh, material posted there. Uh, Drew has material posted there. And so th the ideas are not that, hey, this is the only way to do it. Those are guidelines for you then to, to customize. And so when you talk to a recruit, when you're recruiting somebody, you actually should be able to present, hey, this is kind of the thing we want to do. These are the processes we're going to use. This is your development plan. Um, this is how we're going to want to develop you as an individual. And this is your career path. Actually, as a sales manager, I remember recruiting when I was a sales manager doing that particular job. Um, I recruited people that could replace me. That was kind of how I looked at them. If they, if they weren't promotable to one or two levels above me as a sales professional, I didn't necessarily want them in the culture, you know, because I was looking for my opportunities, my career development, and I wanted somebody to fill in and take care of the team. So, you know, it, it's super important that we understand that people aren't just money motivated. Money has to be there. We have to count that. Mm -hmm. uh, it has to be part of the process. But we also have to recognize that there's a lot of other things that people care about, which in this case, recruiting, development, and training talent. Yep. You need to present that at the front end. Absolutely. You bring in a superstar from another industry that doesn't know anything about HVAC, and you tell them, well, we just kind of go in and wing it, right? They're going to be like, no, right? And a professional salesperson is going to expect a process. Like mm -hmm. Zig Ziglar used to say, if you want to be successful, you have to have a sales process. Mm -hmm. Now, if it sounds like a process, you're going to be in trouble, right? right? It's got to be delivered in a very casual, conversational kind of way. Uh, I want to comment just real quick uh, about this whole thing about a sales process, how I first got into the whole sales training world. I had my first HVAC company, I started in 2004, and we were trying to grow, and we would hire a salesperson, and sometimes they would work out, and sometimes they wouldn't. And I got really tired of having the same conversation about how to run a, a, a sales call, right, in the HVAC world. So what I did is I just got all my people together, and we took a couple of days, I said, I'm gonna train you all again on the system, and I'm gonna record it. At first, it was just an audio recording. And I recorded the entire sales process, and then whenever I would hire somebody new, I would just say, you know, here's our process. And people that are professional salespeople, they're going to appreciate that. They want a system to follow. Will they put their own nuances into it, their own stories, examples? Of course they will. That's why they're professionals. But they want a basic framework to work inside of, right? They have that. And I'm going to tell you another really, really powerful reason why you want to have a sales process. We use it in the recruiting process. Somebody comes in and they're looking for a job. I'll interview them. If I like them, I think they have some promise. I will give them access to my training. And I will say, I want you to go through, take the next few days, go through my sales process, and I want you to come back in next week, and I want you to role play it with me. Now, now stop and think about this. They're on their dime. I haven't even hired them yet. 
and I'm going to find out, is this person serious? How committed are they to getting this job? They're never going to work as hard in that process to learn it as they will when they're trying to get the job, right? So they go away for a week. They come back. They're, you know, if, if you have some people, they'll come in and you'll say, role play it. And they'll say, well, I didn't have a chance, you know, blah. They're out. They're done, right? They're out of the running. Some will come in and they'll just lay, you'll be blown away. Like they get sales. They get what you're trying to accomplish in your sales process. And by the way, we'll talk about this in later videos, but we have the processes you can use at Contract University. So you don't have to invent them. You can just use the stuff we've produced for you. But you give them access for a limited time. You let them come back in and you'll find people that just nail it, right? And then if you want to really have some fun, say, hey, that was really good. Uh, I, I want to hear you ask a few more questions. Go back and work on it for another week or another three days. And while they're working their other job, because hopefully they have another job, I, I, I prefer to hire people that have an existing job, right? But I'll let them take the process back, come back a second time, and now they're really nailing it, and you, you know who your stars are, right? You're not just hiring blind. The people aren't going to work out. They wouldn't even put the effort in, and you find that out very early on. So it's critically important for uh, results. You want to have something duplicatable if you want to grow. As we mentioned, you got to build around the process, not around the people, not around the personalities, because you can't find those superstars you know, just around every corner. And you can use it in a variety of ways, not just producing sales results, but also producing good people in the hiring process. So G-Man, as we wrap up this discussion on the importance of the sales process, just kind of concluding thoughts and, and uh, that we need to understand about this process, why it's important. Yeah, so two concluding thoughts. So uh, we, we introduced method, uh, we introduced management process, uh, technique, and we introduced the idea of metrics. So we're talking about the method. The method in this case is the sales process. And I would also remind the team that's looking at this is that uh, technicians need a process as well. So we're talking right now a little bit more about the comfort advisors and the professional side of that on the sales side. But technicians that are senior selling technicians or professional selling technicians, they need a process as well. So that process is a little different. Uh, but either way, as a sales manager, you're in charge of creating the method and that strategy. So our sales process for our techs is a little different than it is for the comfort advisor. But the main thing is that we have the process. Yeah, absolutely. Listen, it's not just because it's going to produce better results. It'll help you hire better people. And it's a lot less brain damage for you if you have a process you can teach rather than saying the same conversation over and over. Give them the process on video and give them the tools that we provide for you. And you're not going to have to worry about it. It's going to be there. It's going to be easy. And you're going to get the results that you need. Now, if you're not an EGI member and you want to get this show emailed to you every week, fill out the form to the right of this video and you'll get it every single week, right? That's it for now, my friends. We'll see you soon. Until then, bye-bye for now.